God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. Welcome to the Midweek Power Nugget, where 15 minutes of your day will, can, absolutely must change your entire life. We are grateful to God for yet another opportunity to be in the land of the living and to hear what he has to say. Before we talk about God's word, let us talk to the Lord himself. Father, in Jesus' name, God, we come to you. We are thanking you for yet another day. We thank you, God, for keeping us last night. God, when we closed our eyes, we didn't sleep with one eye open, ready to protect ourselves from, from dangers, protect ourselves from uh, uh, what could befall us in the course of the night. God, it was uh, our uh, trust in you that caused us to fall asleep last night. It was our trust in you to trust that you would keep us safe and protected. It was our trust in you, God. So because of that, Father, we, we say thank you. We, we thank you for being a God that loves us so. We thank you for being a God that we can lay our head down and know that you'll take care of us. We thank you for being a God that regardless of what comes, we know that you still have all things in hand. We thank you again for yet another opportunity to study your word. Father, recognizing and understanding, God, that it is by your word that we yet live our lives. It is yet by your word that we have a litmus test. We have a road map to follow. It is by your word that we understand the promises that you have made towards us. It is in your word. So, God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this opportunity to be able to study your word. Now, God, we pray that you would make your word real to us. Bring forth your light, your, your uh, word, and make it light to us. Bring forth your word and cause it to live in us, live before us. God, thank you so very much for your word for uh, inspiring men to uh, give a recitation of what occurred in your word and give illumination and revelation to what you have promised us in your word. We love you today. We adore you. We magnify you. Now, God, we pray that you would cause our ears to be able to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, we glorify you, we love you. In Christ's name we pray, amen. We bless the Lord for you joining us on today. On this morning, we're going to 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter, 1 Samuel 17. We are going to start, we'll start at the, We'll start at the 32nd verse, 1 Samuel 17, starting at verse 32. Familiar passage of scripture, and we will uh, hinge our thought on uh, one of the scriptures. 
1 Samuel 17, starting at verse 32, and it reads as follows. David said to Saul, I'm sorry, I'm reading from the New American Standard Bible. David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail on account of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Then Saul said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with them, for you are but a youth while he has been a warrior from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant was tending his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and took the lamb from the flock, I went out after him and attacked him and rescued it from his mouth. And when he rose up against me, I seized him by his beard and struck him and killed him. Your servant has killed both the lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them since he has taunted the armies of the living God. And David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and may the Lord be with you. Then Saul clothed David with his garments and put a bronze helmet on his head, and he clothed him with armor. David girded his sword over his armor, and tried to walk, for he had not tested them. So David said to Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not tested them. And David took them off. I'll read this one more time. You know I'm going to read it from the message uh, to make sure that we're understanding what it is that God is saying to us. Again from the message, First Samuel 17, starting at verse... 32. Master said, David, don't give up hope. I'm ready to go and fight this Philistine. Saul answered David, you can't go and fight this Philistine. You're too young and inexperienced. And he's been at this fighting business since before you were born. David said, I've been a shepherd tending sheep for my father. When a lion or bear came and, I, and took a lamb from the flock, I go after it, knock it down, and rescue the lamb. If it turned on me, I grab it by its throat, wring its neck, and kill it. Lion or bear, it made no difference. I killed it. And I'll do the same with this Philistine pig who is taunting the troops of God alive. God, who delivered me from the teeth of the lion and the claws of the bear, will deliver me from this Philistine. Saul says, go, and God help you. Then Saul outfitted David as a soldier in armor. He put his bronze helmet on his head and belted his sword on him over the armor. David tried to walk, but he could hardly budge. David told Saul, I can't even move with all this stuff on me. I'm not used to this. And he took it all off. Notice with me the scripture that references uh, Saul, excuse me, David, trying to walk with Saul's armor on, which is specifically 1 Samuel 17 and 39. David told him, I can't go with these, for I have not tested them, the New American Standard Bible says. It says David took them off. So on this morning, I want to talk to you about three things to do when the armor doesn't fit. Three things to do when the armor doesn't fit. 
so many times, you all, we see soldiers of the Most High God, those those that uh, know God for themselves, those that uh, we would consider to be prayer warriors or intercessors or uh, Holy Ghost giants in our eyes. And sometimes if we aren't careful, what we'll do is we will try to emulate them to the letter. And one of the things that we try to do is we try to arm ourselves the way they have armed themselves. We see them go through challenges. We see them go through obstacles. We hear of doctor's reports, and we may see challenges that they may have with, with their spouse or with their children. We see uh, struggles that they may have to deal with as it relates to, um, you know, personal effects like their house or, you know, we see things uh, crop up in their finances and things like that. And regardless of what they go through, they have a smile on their face regardless of what they deal with, they're still trusting that God is able. In spite of what they deal with, they still serve the Lord with gladness. And you look at them and you say, I want to be just like them. And so you start hanging with them and you start watching them and you start to, uh, um, you know, do some of the things that they are doing. And you all, if we aren't careful, if we aren't careful, whether it be on our side or whether it be listening to them on their side, if we aren't careful, we will believe that what we have been doing in our lives, in our spiritual journey, using our spiritual authority, doesn't work. We will start uh, uh, listening to people, <clears throat> excuse me, saying that we need to incorporate something else in our lives. And don't get me wrong, you all. There are some things that we may need to incorporate. If you're not uh, praying or having daily devotion, then you you need to do that. If you're not reading your word on a consistent basis, then then you need to do that. It, there there may be some things that you need to add, but be careful. If you've already been slaying lions, be careful if you've already been slaying bears, that somebody doesn't cause you to feel as though, or even you, make yourself feel like you're not doing enough because you're not using the armor that somebody else is using. So so here it is, you all. Uh, David shows up before King Saul and tells King Saul, don't worry. Don't worry. Um, I'm going to go out and kill this Philistine for you because he's, 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 he's talking noise. He's, he's out there taunting the soldiers that you sent out there. <coughs> Excuse me. He's taunting the soldiers that you have out there. And... Um, they aren't doing anything, but don't worry. I'm going to do something about it. And Saul tells him, you, you can't do that. He tells him he's inexperienced. He looks at him because he's a youth. 
because he's young and because he, he isn't on the army. Told him what he could not do. But there are three things that you need to learn when somebody else's armor doesn't fit you. First thing you need to remember is to just learn humility. Learn humility. Even though David went out and told him, listen, when I was out in the field tending sheep, in other words, I didn't have my own army and I didn't have folks underneath me in an army, but I was tending sheep. And while I was tending sheep, I was able to accomplish these things. I, I, I can't use your, your, your armor. I don't know anything about that. I was able to fight off lions and bears without your armor. Just be humble. I, I can't wear what you got. And, and he understood, David understood that uh, Saul wouldn't understand where he was coming from because Saul was king and David started out as a shepherd. See, when you have to learn total dependence on God, when he was out there by himself on the hillside, that's how he was able to kill the lion and the bear. And that's what he said. He said, uh, the Lord who delivered me from the lion and the bear. See, he understood that he couldn't do it by himself. He needed somebody on his side. So he learned how to be humble and know that God did it. He also learned how to be skillful with what he had in his hand, which was a slingshot. And he could not do it without relationship with God. So you learn how to be humble. The second thing you learn when somebody else's armor doesn't fit is that you learn that your own strength is too heavy. What do I mean by that? If he had gone out trying to wear Saul's armor without ever have tried to do battle in Saul's armor, he would have learned that it was too heavy. Matter of fact, he said, I can't even walk around in these. I have not tested them. I have not tried them. I have not proved that they will work for me. You, all, you learn that, that trying to, to put on someone else's armor may be too heavy for you. So we learn to walk with Jesus in faith, knowing that he will be able to handle whatever it is that we are trying to deal with. The last thing that you need to understand is to be humble. Know that uh, uh, your own strength or whatever you're trying to put on is too heavy. And then the third thing you've got to understand is the armor's got to fit. The armor has to fit. It was too big for him. It, it was too heavy for him. Why? Because that armor was made for somebody else. <laughs> Listen, you got to wear your own armor. You can't wear somebody else's. Whatever it is that somebody else is using for their faith walk, it was custom made for them. But you got your own personality. And you've got your own skill set. You've got whatever God has given you. And God has created you to serve him uniquely. You weren't designed by God to be somebody else and wear their armor. What David put on was the armor of God. And that's what we have to put on. My brothers and my sisters, understand this. You may have to go into battle, but make sure that your armor fits. can't be somebody else's. It's got to be yours. And if you do it the way God intends, You'll never go wrong. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today. 
We thank you that you have fitted us with the armor that you need us to fight with. Now, God, help us to be in confidence knowing that you are there with us fighting the battle. We bless you and we give your name glory in Christ's name we pray. Amen. God bless each and every one of you all. You go out and have a God-blessed and amazing day.